Pakistan and Al-Jawahiri have warned us who to blame if attacked. So the news is out. After more than five years of vague references to India and the Kashmir situation amid much general prose, Al-Qaeda chief Ayman Al-Jawahiri has decided to launch a very focused diatribe against Kashmir, apparently criticizing Pakistan for its self-serving conduct of jihad at the same time. It's all very strange and somewhat convenient. One may remember that it was Jawahari who formally announced the setting up of the Qaedat al-Jihad in the Indian subcontinent in 2014. For ease, the media called it the AQIS, Al-Qaeda in the Indian subcontinent. Asim Umar, the designated leader, had a resume as long as your arm. He had earlier been part of the Harkat al-Jihad al-Islami and the Harkat al-Mujahideen and later the Tehreek-e-Taliban. The group had a list of luminaries and deputy positions and it all seemed very impressive. While reports indicated their activity in Bangladesh and Pakistan, nothing very tangible had emerged in Kashmir, barring a rather lonely and isolated militant named Zakir Musa, formerly part of the Burhanwani group. He, in turn, raised the Ansar Ghazwat-ul-Hind, which was to be the local Al-Qaeda shop front. Musa criticized Pakistan as well as India, not to mention making bloody threats against successionist leader. He was as personable as his friend Burhanwani, but he didn't quite take off in terms of the public space, nor in terms of recruits. When this author was in Kashmir, Musa was being labelled by locals as a cipher attempting to grab a leadership role. In Kashmir, you need money, and a lot of it, to make an impression. At any rate, he drew more crowds dead than living. His funeral on 24th May was marked by the usual breast-beating and cries of revenge, and confusingly, a few Islamic State flags. Al-Qaeda's publicity arm put out a long eulogy after apparently forgetting to give him any funds to live on. And there the matter ended, as something of a damn squib. On 5th June, an audio message announced the next appointment of Abdul Hamid El-Hari, a native of Pulwama, as the next head of the group. Nobody was paying that much attention. Infighting had broken out among militant groups over the killing of an alleged Islamic militant earlier in the Lashkar and all hell had broken loose. Enter Pakistani intelligence, exuding goodwill. On 16th June, reports suggest that its agencies warned of a big attack, possibly using a car bomb planned by Al-Qaeda to avenge Musa's death. Everyone goes on high alert and luckily nothing very much happens. No word from the local Al-Qaeda cell either. Into this mess comes Zawahiri's sudden waking up to events in Kashmir. The video calls specifically for attacks against the Indian forces and the government, together with a rather surreal comment. He blames Pakistan for refusing to allow Arab Mujahideen to turn to Kashmir after they drove out the Soviets in the 1980s. Nothing is further from the truth. Kashmiri groups and Al-Qaeda cadres had been operating cheek by jowl for years together with Pakistani intelligence, and it's all been told and retold elsewhere. Zawahiri also seems to forget to make any reference at all to Ghazwat ul-Hind, which is puzzling since that's supposedly the group's pointsman. However, another video surfaces almost simultaneously, Lelhari's first media appearance, and the language in both videos is interesting to say the least. Both criticize Pakistan, alleging that its agencies are trying to rein in heavy attacks. Both call for a Shariat-based jihad, and as the Long War Journal observes, Lilhari also calls for all decisions to be made by a council based in occupied Kashmir itself. This last bit is the most interesting. This is an attempt at unity, with an offer of two seats for each Tanzim at the High Council for all groups, with final decision of suggestions being referred to Al-Qaeda Central. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, where else? This is vaulting ambition for a two-bit group with a dubious standing in the valley and not much money to speak of. But this is what Kashmir has seen for decades. When one set of Tanzim falls out, another one with new credentials takes its place. The only commonality being that they are all based to the west of us. The rest of us can only wonder at the sheer duplicity. So here's the problem. 
If a large-scale attack does take place against Western or Indian interests and is claimed by the Al-Qaeda, who will New Delhi blame? After all, Islamabad has already provided the warning and it's none other than Zawahari who has called for unrelenting blows at the Indian army and its economy, which includes targets such as Mumbai. Nice move by all concerned. India gets hit and Pakistan will call for joint investigations to eliminate a common threat. The question to be asked is, where is Zawahari anyway? It's a nice interesting terrorist quandary, where the main piece of the puzzle is missing. That mystery may be solved by a question as Ms. Marple may ask, who benefits? <laughs>